You're listening to a new episode of A's Thoughts, where we talk about deep conversations that I've had with friends, families, strangers. We get to talk not only with the host herself, but with also amazing guests on things that may challenge you, change your perspective, and even encourage you in some of the rough times. We can't wait to go on this journey with you. We're so excited, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey friends, welcome to the first episode of A's Thoughts. Man, how exciting and glad am I to be back. It's been a while. Um, For those of you who are listeners coming from Single Am, thank you. What a great one we had and it was such a fun show. The reason why I stopped Single And is two reasons, a two-parter. One is because I started the MSW program, the Masters of Social Work, and it got really intense and I had a hard time of um, juggling my schedule and where I was going to fit it in. And so, um, and secondly, I also just really got tired of talking about singleness all the time. I wanted to broaden uh, my topics, broaden what I was talking about. Um, And so I decided that it was time for a change. (laughs) So I started talking to a lot of friends about it and people who helped create um, Single and the podcast. And so I decided to create a new podcast where I have free range of what I wanted to talk about. And um, so I'm really excited. And thus, A's thoughts were born. And um, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Just a reminder, some episodes are going to be just me. Some episodes are going to be with some amazing people sharing their thoughts, insights, and perspectives on other things. So if you're interested in being a part of this you can always go to our instagram and uh, message us and let us know it's a's a-y-s underscore thoughts t-h-o-u-g h-t-s <laughs> and let us know what you're thinking about the podcast let us know um, what you like don't like and how we can help and just let us know um, if you want to be a part or conversations that you'd be interested in having um, all of those things so without further ado let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is confidence. I don't know about you, but for me, when I was younger, I was the girl searching through the 17 magazines looking for all the tips and tricks for confidence. I really just wanted to be the most confident person. And as an introvert, especially an introverted child, the tips that they were giving were just not it. You know, they were really scary to me and non-realistic. And so I really had to shift gears into what I thought was going to work for me. And so my biggest reminder to you for this episode is not all tips and tricks work for everybody. Um, Take them as you will. Take them with a grain of salt. Try them out. I pray that they work for you the way they have for me. And if not, then they're just ideas, um, thoughts that you could practice and see where they go. So to begin um, today, we're talking about um, confidence for the introvert. Um, these are the things that have really helped me in my introvertedness to really just start, um, man, just to really, you know, start to feel confident in myself. And um, I, yeah, these are just the things that have really helped me. There's four tips that we're going to go over today, tips, tricks, whatever you wanted to call them. But before we get into that, I wanted to define the difference between introvert and extrovert. So an introvert is a reserved or quiet person who tends to be introspective and enjoys spending time alone. And an extrovert is defined as an unreserved person who enjoys see- who enjoys and seeks out social interaction. Um And then as we know, there are such things as like an introverted extrovert. And I can say now I'm an introverted extrovert, but before 
I was very much an introvert. Um, the biggest difference, as we know, is how you are affected by social interactions. So for inter introverts, it can be really draining. And for extroverts, that's usually where they get all their energy from and they kind of love and thrive off of it. Um, and yeah, I felt that most tips were aimed towards extroverts and um, that confidence is really something that has to start with you, from you, within you. Um, and that everything else can kind of change over time about how you feel, how you feel about social interactions and things like that. Um, but for me, yeah, I just felt like the tips that I were getting before were really just aimed to the extrovert. And it was like, go out there and just do it. And I was like, as an introvert, I could never. <laughs> so these next four tips are things that you can do um, when in your alone time, um, especially for the introverts. We crave that alone time. We love it. Um, and so that's kind of what these have helped me beginning with myself, changing the way that I see myself, my perspective of myself, and then allowing to take it out to do um, those other things. So another reminder is that um, even the most confident people have days, weeks, moments in time where they don't feel confident. I think we put a people who are super, especially when we crave confidence, um, we put people who seem to be very confident on a pedestal, um, which kind of creates them to be seem as like non-human, like these superheroes. In all reality, that there's times and moments in their life when they don't feel that way. Um, my biggest thing is confidence is a feeling and confidence can come and go just like any other emotion. And um, I think it's important that we treat it like that. Um, that we remember if we have a bad day and we don't feel so com um, confident, it doesn't mean that we're not. It's just a bad day. Um, giving ourselves grace in that area to be like, you know what, I don't feel super confident today, but that's okay. I'm going to use all these tools that I've practiced when I do feel confident to kind of combat this. And we'll get into that in a minute because I think that that's very important. <laughs> so the first tip um, or the first thing that I did um, is that I started to be the friend that I am to other people. I consider myself a good friend. I love active listening. I love being there for my friends in their times of celebration and in their times of hurt. I love celebrating when my friends win, um, when they're doing great. I love celebrating them and encouraging them. And when my friends are down, um, it hurts my heart to see them down. Um, and I want to do all that I can to be there for them, to support them in any way. And I started to realize that I do that so well with other people, um, but I didn't really do it with myself. And so I started to treat myself the way that I treat my friends. Um, I am a words of affirmation girl. That's my love language. I love writing my friends letters and cards randomly um, on their birthdays, all of these types of things. So I started to do it to myself, um, to pour into myself. It was so easy for me to sit down and write um, in a blank card for what seems like hours for my friends on their birthdays. But it was so difficult for me to do that for myself. Um, so I started to do that little by little each day. They would get longer. Um, and I really, it really helped to change the way that I saw myself, which allowed me to carry myself differently um, in and throughout the world. Also, um, I started affirmations. It's so easy for me to, when my friends are like, oh, I feel like a crappy person. And I'm like, no, you're amazing. And you're yada yada or whatever, you know, they are going through in that situation to just say that. Um, and I wasn't doing that to myself. I would look in the mirror and be like, girl, 
<laughs> it's a crummy day and you're a crummy person. And then I would just leave it and be like, yeah, that's how it is. Um, but being the person who would combat that for me first, my friends also do that for me, which I absolutely love. And we'll get into that more later. Um, but I also had to be the person to do it for myself. And this starts um, with the practice of doing it when you feel good. Um, so in the MSW program, we have internships. I'm currently at an internship at a school site. So I tell my students all the time, I'm giving you coping skills and you have to practice them before you hit your trigger, before you hit your breakdown, whatever that looks like for you. Um, for example, one kid that I may give him, um, breathing and he's like, I got mad yesterday and I tried deep breathing and it didn't work. And I said, well, was that the first time you've tried it outside of our sessions? And he said, yeah, I said, see, that's the problem. We have all these amazing coping skills and these tips and tricks and tools that we have to start practicing and implementing when we feel good. When you feel confident, when you feel pretty, use those affirmations, write yourself a letter start to put in the practice of these things when you feel good so when times get hard and when you're getting triggered and you're in the middle of the breakdown you're not being like oh how do i do this and getting discouraged because it's not turning out the way that it, it's supposed to when you implement these things when you're feeling good when you feel down it's easier to go back to your coping skills, go back to these affirmations and write them out. Even if you don't fully believe them in the moment, it's easier to make this list go on and on and on because you've been practicing. Nobody's great the first time they do something. Nobody's great. Um, you know, it takes practice. And so practicing when you feel good, um, coping skills, affirmations, whatever you want it to be, can only benefit you when you're in those hard moments. Um, it can only do you just, right? It can only really um, just help and benefit um, the dark moments. And I started doing these affirmations and writing these letters. Um, the first time I tried it, I was in a bad space and I was like, this is stupid. I don't believe anything on these papers. And the second time that I tried it was when I was in a good space and I felt really good about myself. And I would write down so many affirmations um, and then when I did hit another bad spot or a not so great day, I was able to pull out those affirmations. Even if I didn't feel like it a hundred percent, I knew them to be true because I felt them at some point in time. And I think that's why my biggest thing for you is to practice these, not just pulling them out when you're, you know, sad or upset, but really using them throughout every season when you're great, when you're up high and feel like you don't need any help, when you get down low and you feel really discouraged, all of these things, it can only benefit you. I think that's, so, I'm so passionate about this because I talk to my kids internship about this all the time. You have to practice these things when you're in a good headspace. So that way, when you're not in the best of headspace, it can really help you um, and benefit you more because you know what it's supposed to look like. And I think that that is so important. Um, also, I would have to say the second one is to know what you need. Um, what are you not allowing yourself to do? This could be things like the gym, coffee, going to the beach. How are you feeding into yourself, pouring into yourself? Um, you know what you need. And I think a lot of times we just pretend and be like, oh, I, well, I don't need to rest or I don't need to relax or I don't need to go to the beach by myself. I don't need to, you know, go sit in a coffee shop and read a book. But if it's what you're if it's what your body and your mental state is telling you that you need, you probably do. So take a moment to listen, figure out how you're going to put it in your schedule, shift some things around and make time for it. Um, 
I think when you allow yourself to pour into yourself and listen to what you need and follow through with it, um, you only become more happy, more um, gracious for yourself. It's the same thing as being a good friend to yourself, because if your friend was like, hey, I really need a beach day. Will you come with me? You would do whatever you need to to change around your schedule to have that. And so it's so important that we're doing that um, for ourselves. And it's only beneficial just as it helps them and they feel, wow, I feel really good after this beach trip. It does the same thing for us. So make time for yourself when you know that you need something, even if it's something small, like I want to go have eat lunch at the park, create some time to do that and don't put it off. Um, It's just so beneficial when we can get these things done. Um, And they really help and it really helps to change. We put more value on ourselves. Um, We start to see and believe the value um, that we hold as people, as human beings. Um, And it's just so impactful. I am sitting here smiling talking to you guys about this because um, earlier today I had found a journal from 2017 that I was reading and I was just like, wow, to think about the old Ayana before she did all of these things and where I'm at now, I am so happy that I've gotten to this point and also so sad that it's taking me so long. I'm 26 and just now as of like later last year figuring out all of these things and I wish I could go back to my 21, 22 year old self and tell her like, girl, pour into yourself. Be the friend, <laughs> be the friend that you are to other people to yourself and it'll change your entire entire perspective on yourself on the world on people i've never had so much compassion for people than i do now now that i pour into myself and man it is so good um but let's go to tip number three okay so my third tip or thing that i did that helped me was that i started to believe what people were pouring into me um i realized that my friends were good friends and that they were solid people that i had surrounded myself with and i knew that they weren't lying um these are people that i would trust with my life um with my most prized possessions um with my um struggles with all of those things so if i would trust them with all of that why couldn't i trust their words so i started believing the things that they were saying to me um and i realized that they see us in a different light than how we see ourselves so just being able to say you know what i believe her and what she's saying and what she's telling me because i would trust her with my life if my life depended on it i knew that she would come through um time and time and again so allowing myself to just believe it. If I can trust them in every other area of their lives, why can't I trust their words about me? And that was something that took a minute and was one of the hardest ones to do. Um, but I did it and it was one of the most rewarding things. And, um, my favorite that I do now that I absolutely love. And there's no hesitation when somebody says, Ayana, you're really smart or Ayana, um, the outfit you put on today, stellar. Cause everybody knows my style, my style is a little odd. Um, but we love it. And so I was really appreciative, um, to hear that from people. And the next one, which is going to be my last one for today, but really should be number one, um, when we look about these things is that I realized my confidence doesn't come from me alone. Um, I really started honing in and listening to what God says I am, who he says I am. Uh, he created me, what he created to be me to be and what he created me to do. And I really started believing that, um, 
I think that that's super important because nobody knows what you were created to do except for God and that there's a purpose and plan for your life. Everybody knows that there's a purpose and plan for everybody. Everybody is, you know, a puzzle piece, um, an answered prayer for somebody else. But I think it was important for me and for my confidence to understand that it doesn't come from me alone. But when I anchor it from God, it's a lot harder for it to sway. So when I anchor um, my confidence in the fact that Jesus calls me loved, that he calls me more precious than jewels, um, that he believes I'm smart and and here for an epic goal, um, then it doesn't necessarily matter what else happens because I know that. Um, Then again, not saying it's always easy or easy or pleasant, um, but that's what I choose to believe. I believe that my confidence is anchored in God, um, what he says about me, what his words say about me, and then also ties into play the one I said before this, I'm believing what other people say about you and how your, how your people, your community pour into you. Um, because I would read these things in the Bible and I'd still question it and God would reaffirm it with the people in my circle. And so these two kind of tie together and kind of bounce off of each other, especially when your community um, is your God community, which I think is so important. So those are my four that I have for you today. Um, I just wanted to remind you that, man, feelings come and go and um, feelings come and go and they change all the time and they shake and confidence can be one of those things too. Um, uh, Pastor Jen at Generations Church, the church that I attend, um, she said something at a girls' night that really has stuck with me for um, since she said it, and I say it to myself all the time. Um, it's that feelings come and go, and to choose action. Um, don't choose your feeling, choose action. The actions will follow your feelings. Um, so if you're feeling sad and your two options are to get up without your throughout your day or to, you know, mope around or whatever that looks like for you, choosing the action is where your emotions will follow. If I choose, you know what, I am tired and I'd rather stay in bed, but I know I need to go to the gym today. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the gym today and on the way there, I feel terrible. I'm like, I should turn around and go back to sleep. But when I get there and I do my workout and after, uh, my feelings change. And I'm so glad that I went and I feel better and I have a better attitude about the day. Um, and that's just a small example to what it can be. And sometimes it's choosing action over and over and over again before you see the change in feelings. Um, so I thought that was so good. And that was the quote or the comment that I wanted to leave you guys with today. Um, I'm so glad to be back. It's so nice to talk to you all again. I hope that this helps you. I hope that it blesses you. I hope that it encourages you to keep trying, keep moving. Remember that um, it's not the end and everybody has bad days and we're here to do our best. And I am so glad to be back with all of you guys. All right, friends, what an episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in. Um, We'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. So make sure to um, rate and subscribe and also comment any thoughts that you have wherever you listen to this podcast. We're so excited um, just to go on this new journey with you. We hope that you enjoy it. If you have any topic requests and or you would love to be a guest, find us on Instagram at A's underscore thoughts. That's A-Y-S underscore T-A-S. H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Let us know what topics you think, what you thought about the podcast, and if you would love to be a guest, message us on there. We would love to have you. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.